Sport on RTE Radio 1. Des Cahill's here with the Friday Sports News. Yeah, busy morning as well, Onion. The weekend that the new Formula One season begins, pressure really growing on Christian Horner, the boss of the sport's most successful team, Red Bull. The Mercedes team boss, Toto Wolff, has called for more transparency from Red Bull after the company yesterday rejected a complaint against Horner. A female colleague had complained about inappropriate behaviour from Red Bull's team principal. Red Bull said they dismissed the grievance after a fair, rigorous and impartial investigation. However, the situation then changed yesterday. An anonymous email with a link to messages purporting to involve Horner was sent to 149 Formula One personnel and media yesterday. The Mercedes boss, Toto Wolff, in asking for transparency, said, As a sport, we can't afford to leave things vague and opaque on critical topics like this. It's going to catch us out. Wolff said there's a lady in an organisation who has spoken to HR and said there's an issue. It was investigated. Yesterday, the sport has received a message. It's all fine. We've looked at it. As a global sport on such critical topics, it needs more transparency. And increasing the pressure on Horner, McLaren Racing Chief Exec, Zach Brown, says he believes the governing body, the FAI, should ask Red Bull for full details of the investigation. Now, in golf news this morning, Leona Maguire has fallen down the leaderboard quite dramatically at the Women's World Championship event in Singapore. She shot, shot a round of 77, five over par today. She falls back to 38th place, three over for the tournament. Celine Boutier of France leads on seven under. In America, both Rory McIlroy and Shane Lowry are going well in the Cognizant Classic. They're three off the lead, four under par. Patrick Harrington level par. Chad Ramsey and S.H. Kim lead on seven under. In soccer, there's speculation this morning that former Irish manager Brian Kerr will be brought in as an advisor to John O'Shea's management team for the Republic of Ireland's two games next month. Paul O'Hare reports in the Irish Daily Star that Kerr's involvement is likely to be flagged when John O'Shea is unveiled to the media this morning. Meanwhile, the League of Ireland has said it's aware of a police investigation into an alleged incident where a player was approached by a member of the public to take part in spot fixing. Officers from the Garda National Economic Crime Bureau carried out a search as part of the investigation and seized a number of items which they say have potential evidential value. Now going into tonight's third round of games in the Premier Division, four teams topped the table, four points each, Waterford, Bowes, Shelburne and Derry. Tonight Waterford go to Galway, Bohemians are at home to Dundalk, Shelburne go to Sligo and Derry host St Patrick's Athletic. The champions Shamrock Rovers, with just one point from two games, are at home to Drogheda United. And Rovers' Gary O'Neill acknowledges that they have struggled against Drogheda in the past. I think over the last couple of two or three years they've been a, a bogey side if, if you will but uh, you know I think we showed at the, at the end of the closing stages of last season I know they were down a few bodies that night but if we approach the game properly with the right energy and, and, the, and the right mentality I think uh, you know we should, we should be able to look after business um, but like I say it's a tough game I think uh, they were quite unlucky to, to lead the brand new without getting a point in the opening game of the season not many teams will say that this season so it's a, a real real test for us again tomorrow but it's a, a good game for us to, to get three points on the board also tonight in the United Rugby Championship, Munster played Zebra in Cork. Tom Heron and Craig Casey returned from senior international duty to start. Jeremy Lockman, also back from the Ireland camp, is amongst the replacements. Now Gaelic football and the biggest match of the weekend is definitely at Celtic Park tomorrow evening when the league leaders, Derry, host the All-Ireland champions, Dublin. Enda McGinley will be part of our commentary team. He's eagerly anticipating it based on recent form. 
Yes, absolutely. They probably have have those four stronger performances overall, but Dublin's peak, particularly the last game against Kerry, is higher than anything that, that Derry has produced. Just Dublin were absolutely superb. But without a doubt, it's probably the game of the year so far for the way it's coming into Dublin All Ireland Champions Derry very clearly are determined to to get there themselves and this will be a brilliant test for them. Clearly Conor Callan, man of the match in the last two games, is a big danger. What what will Derry do to counteract him? I would imagine Mr McCluskey will get assigned to him. Conor McCluskey, he's been mm. in superb form, one of those defenders that has been nullifying top forwards in in, in the game to date. But Conor Callan is a massive, massive test. Any player like that, it's partly about the supply that's coming in. It's partly about how deep Derry sit. Derry sat very deep last year uh, and it cost them, particularly in the first half. So Derry will want to be confident and bring the game to them. But certainly the likes of Conor Gallaghan, whenever he's in that sort of form and getting the supply of possession, he is almost unmarkable. But for Derry, it gives Mickey Hart and them a perfect chance to try somebody on him to see how they match up because they know if they want to get where they want to get in terms of winning a learn, they need to be able to shut down key forwards. That's interesting. If Derry go at Dublin, it could be a fantastic spectacle. Oh, I, I, I really do expect this game to be to be excellent. Like obviously Jim Gavin's football review committee will be will be looking really because of two teams that epitomise the slight differences in the modern game and the brilliance that the modern game can be. It's these two teams on Saturday night. Uh, last year's first half was really cagey. Derry, as I said, sat really back. I, I don't expect them to do that. They obviously are they set up defensively, but they're brilliant counter-attacking. Dublin a wee bit more similarly, but press higher. But I think that the balance of this game is just set up perfectly. Derry were a wee bit off-colour maybe last week against Galway, although I think it was a strange game with the black cards and that. They didn't get huge credit for beating Kerry. It was a great win, but it was without the Cliffords. I think Mickey Hart will be going after this win as a real statement. And do you think they'll get it? Ooh, big question. I, no, I, I actually think Dublin will come through. I think just Dublin's form last week is is massive, but I think it'll be really, really tight. I think the atmosphere will be brilliant. But I expect Dublin to come through. One last question, Enda. On everyone's raving about Dublin last week against. Is it possible Kerry were very poor last week? Absolutely, there, there's there is that caveat. But just in terms of the the speed and the the cleanness of their football, the the aggression that they were bringing to tackles, even the likes of the way one merchant was marking Clifford. Just it was a real statement of intent. If you look at their players the likes of Brian Fenton, even the likes of Scully, the likes of Kilkenny, those players are in a much better form line currently than they were last year. And yet they went on and won the Ireland last year. So that's a wee bit scary for everybody. But I think it's a great challenge. And if any team would like to take on that challenge at the minute, it'll, it'll be Derry on Saturday and, and particularly Mickey Hart. Interesting. That's Andrew McGinley. It's live uh, on RT2 on Saturday Sport tomorrow. The European Indoor Athletics Championships get underway in Glasgow this morning. Reporting is Greg Allen. It's quite a busy day ahead here for this small Irish team. Just five individuals and a women's relay squad will be in action this weekend. But of those, we do have realistic hopes of three finalists, although it's a bit of a long shot to hope for a medal. Incidentally, there's no Rashida Adeleke or Kira McGeehan here. They both had minor setbacks in January, so caution is their wise option at this juncture of an Olympic year. So this morning, just after half past ten, we'll have Charlene Maudsley in the women's 400 metres heats, and she'll need to be in the top three to be sure of making the semi-finals this evening. 
At a quarter past one, the European 100-metre finalist, Israel Olatunde, goes in heat three of the men's 60 metres. And he's been, quite honestly, a bit off the pace this season at this level, so he likely needs a season's best to make the semis this evening. But sure to be in action this evening is one of the most exciting Irish athletes around at the moment. Sarah Healy, from Monkstown in Dublin, is ranked fifth among the women's 1500 metres competitors here. And that's largely on the basis of form which has seen her break two Irish records in the last four weeks. And she is seeded to progress into Sunday's final. The first action underway here is just after 10 o'clock. Thanks, Greg. In cricket, it's day three of the Ireland-Afghanistan Test Match. Afghanistan currently 182 for seven in their second innings. That's the lead of 74 runs. And racing this afternoon is in Dundalk, all-weather track. All right, Des, thank you very much.